is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Tuesday, December 31st, 2019, Season 15, Episode number 109. Welcome to the final edition of The Break for the 2019 season. After today, we will start our off-season schedule. Next week, we'll be going once a week. We're still putting that schedule together. We'll let you guys know as soon as we get that figured out. I got we the whole crew. We only got to 109 episodes. Yeah, but we still got more shows that'll That's be sad. a part of this season. Yeah, Derek doesn't turn it over till. We don't turn it over to the NFL yeah. season changes. But this He's is the last a one whole, of this football. He's got season. a whole system. Yeah, I do. I I've been doing this 15 years. Don't worry about it. I got it. That's sad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is kind of sad. Kind of pathetic. All right, I got Nick with me, Dave. Amber, we got Danny joining us as well. All five of the crew here today that have been a part of the break for this season. Um, and today we're going to recap. Um, actually, what we're going to talk about is is, is expiring contracts. Uh, we're going to talk about coaches that are up. We're going to talk about players that are up. There are a ton of them on uh, both sides of those. And I want to know from you guys what you think uh, will and should happen with all those guys. But before we do that, as a way to start off the show, I'd like to go around the table. And I want each of you... Just give me a quick little minute on just your thoughts on where this team is based on what you saw this season, based upon what is expected to have to happen this offseason, just where you think. If you had to give a state of the union right now, uh, where would you be right now with this team? I'll start with the elder statesman. Nick, Mm. start us off. Um we're like a little heads up on that one. <laughs> well, I wanted really We're, the reason why I didn't tell you before is because yeah. I I really wanted you're off just what was on the top of your mind about this team right now. They need, I think they need better play on defense. I I, I think that I mean you can say I mean, coaching yeah you can you can say that I mean they, they they're going to need to figure this out with the staff but um, I think you know more than anything I think they they need better play. The offense was good enough at times, but the defense, I think, is, is going to be where the, the focus needs to be. They need to figure out question marks on defense, especially the defensive line and the secondary. A lot of, lot of moving parts there, as Parcells, we used to say, and I think that, that defense is need, needs to be addressed more than anything. All right. Amber. Hmm. Well, you know what? I'm feeling a little emotional today, hmm. and... I just, (laughs) every year, you know, I just hate the fact that our youth is going away. You know, every year that (laughs) passes, every year that passes by is another lost year, you know? And, And I feel that in my short time that I've been here, I genuinely really felt very, very excited about this specific season. We went into training camp and I was like, okay, wow. Chris Richard, I was so excited about Chris Richard and everything that he was doing in the defense and everything that was going on as far as the the offense and what Amari Cooper Cooper was bringing into the team, seeing Dak develop into a better passer, you know, throwing those long passes down the field. I was just very excited about the future of this team. And right now, uh, I mean, 
obviously the season came to an end, but as of right now, I have absolutely no idea what this team is going to look like next year. Not just within the players, but also the coaching staff. I have no clue or anything, any sense of like what to expect moving forward. So I think it's just getting over that disappointment of just another year kind of wasted and, and the talent that we thought we had and then the unknown, just not knowing what's going to happen next. Danny. I feel like they were almost kind of like knocking on the door. Like we saw so many good sparks of what this team is capable of, especially on offense. And so I still have faith in that sense of like when you look at this roster you still know what these players are capable of but for whatever reason they were never able to play complimentary football and I agree with Nick I think the biggest issue from this team has been defense on the line and the secondary especially I mean and even really all over I mean every every position was struggling with tackling for most of the season and so I think that's where most of it needs to be the focus whether that's acquisitions or the draft whenever we get to that point I think defense is going to have to be a really heavy area they focus on and I think it'll be just interesting to see what happens because I they are so many coaches and I think if we do get a new head coach that overhauls I mean everything and so we'll have to see what what happens there but I think just disappointment from this year of knowing what this team was capable of and they all said that to themselves and just not being able to get the job done Dave round this out I'm not an overly like sentimental person, I don't buy into the whole. I know, <laughs> no. I, I don't buy into the whole like concept that like New Year's really means anything. You know, like it's it's a fresh slate, blah blah blah. I don't really buy it in general, but it's really crazy and fitting. Jason Garrett oversaw literally this whole decade that's about to end, like almost the whole thing, with the exception of like six months in 2010. Um, and it seems like it's over now, which lining up very well for the start of a new decade. And so this whole franchise feels like it's at a crossroads. You can take it as a positive because I do think there's a lot of talent on this roster. They could make a fantastic hire. You've got a quarterback that wins games. You've won a playoff game with him. I think there's all the reason in the world to think that this could trend upward. We've also just gotten done with a season where a team with talent – just couldn't get it together and couldn't make the playoffs. So success is never guaranteed in this league. And if you want to look at it as a negative, that's kind of scary. If they bungle this, it could be the start of a downward trend and all of a sudden your good young players are good old players or not good old players and you're sitting there thinking about the glory days where they were a Dez catch away from the NFC title game or et cetera, et cetera. Um, I choose to be optimistic because I believe in the talent on this team and I trust the Joneses to make the right hire when that finally happens. But it's just, you know, we're here on New Year's Eve and I, I just feel like we're at a big crossroads where it could go a, in a really, really good direction or a not so good direction. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to dive into How this thing. How about you? You got anything else? To I add? mean, honestly... If I had to, if I had to say what my thoughts are right now on this team, it would be I'm a little confused and uncertain. That's the best way to put it because I look at this team and I really do believe they got a lot of talent, but there's nothing that will corroborate that for me right now because what I've seen from this team this season suggests that maybe some of the people I thought were really talented aren't as talented or. They weren't being put in the right position. That's what I don't know. That's the part that makes me really just – I really don't know what to think of this team right now. I'm interested to see 
if and when they make this move and they get a whole new, let's, let's say it's one new head coach or a whole new coaching staff or whatever they do, I'm interested to see how the team performs next year because that'll tell me a lot about this year. So I'm deferring my opinion on this team until I see next year's team and how they perform, and that will tell me what I need to know about this final season uh, of this decade. All right? So let's jump in. Here's what I want to do. I want to go through the roster of all the guys that are going to be unrestricted free agents. I have three categories I want you to put them in for me. There is the priority. That means that Cowboys should do whatever they need to do to get this guy re-signed. There are the guys that, if it works, if you can get a deal that works for both sides, make the right amount of money, that's where I want this guy to be. And then there are the guys, just let them walk. It's all good. We don't, we don't, we can move on. We can find better, better talent. We should find better talent uh, than what this guy presents. What was the middle category? I'm sorry. Um, if it works. Okay. So cool, give me, cool, cool. if we got can it, get the money it. right, yeah. then yep, we yep, stick yep, with yep, Then yep. we make the deal. All right. Done. So let's start with the one. We that, didn't do really good last year at this. I can't remember how to. With free agency. Oh. I can't remember how the show went. I know we did this last year. I can't remember let's how the show went. Let's hope it's better this year. All right. Let's start with the big one, obviously, Dak Prescott. Tell me whether you think he's priority, if it's if the money works, or if you should let him walk. I think he's a priority. I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's, if it works. I mean, but, yeah, I guess he's the priority. But it better work uh, financially. <laughs> it's kind of both, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the Cowboys are going to, I mean, if they play hardball here, if they're going to just let him walk. But I, I probably, I mean, they can always franchise him right. if they have to, so that that's that's what they have in their back pocket. And you can throw, I mean, if it works is always part of it. Because, I mean, I don't want to give up the farm. I don't want to give Dak Prescott whatever he wants. If his people want $40 million a year, I don't like that. Yeah. And, and that's why I won't be surprised if this draws out, but... I, I think he's a good quarterback. I do think he took a step forward this year. Not as far forward as you would prefer, but I, I mean, yeah. I think you can accomplish your goals with him as the quarterback. And and once you sign him, it'll all fall yeah. into place. He won't be the highest paid, yada, yada. All that stuff we've talked about and before. And it's too hard to start over, really, with with another quarterback, I think. I, I think he's good enough with some guys around him that he can take this team where they want to go. So, All right, let's uh, go to Tavon Austin, wide receiver. Priority? No. Let him walk. Bye. Bye bye. -bye. Everybody. (laughs) Yes. He should have been gone earlier in the season, I I think. They didn't even use him till the end of the games anyway. I, I, I just I don't think he brought anything that you didn't have in your other receivers you can't get from other guys coming in this year. Does that does that turn into a position now that you have to fill? Because he had a role on this team. Does that now turn into a guy you got it? Because you got a lot of and a growing list of people that you're or roles you're going to have to replace. You have to fill it, but I just assume you can find a fifth receiver and punt returner mm-hmm. without. I mean, you don't have to spend this crazy capital to accomplish that. No, Say I, fifth receiver, whatever he is, fourth, fourth. receiver, wherever Here's you want to put though, him. It's like what? <laughs> what? What? Nothing. Good. I was like that. I know. I didn't see that at first, but go ahead. Oh. <laughs> it looked like wow. It's like you no, no, really no, dislike no. this guy. All right, go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say. What I don't know. Whatever coaching staff that comes in here, what's gonna be their opinion? Because with Tavon Austin, I feel like with different coaches, every coach thinks that they can make mm-hmm. and take Tavon Austin's talent and make it work on the field, and it just has not worked anywhere great where point. he's Very been. True. Yep. But every coach thinks he can. They can turn him into something better. And by the so. way, he has some skills 
that makes a coach think, I can get yes. that out of him, right? Because uh-huh. he can run. We know mm-hmm. that. He can run. And so there might be a coach that's out there that says, hey, give me a year with that guy. I think I can do something. But there was a coach that said, no, thank you, and that was Sean McVay. I mean, True. once he jumped in and saw him for a little bit and then said, oh, we don't need that guy. I feel dumb for not even saying this at the start. Uh, Tony Pollard can do everything Tavon Austin can. Good point. I mm-hmm. like returns. I, I, it's not up to me, but I would have Tony spend the whole offseason working on fielding punts. Why can't he do that? Yeah. So. Can. I actually like the way he runs in that kind of scenario. Yeah. I think he'd be really good Absolutely. at it. All right, let's uh, let's jump. Actually, let's take our first break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about another wide receiver, Randall Cobb. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, download the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Back to the break. It is the second segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're talking about unrestricted free agents. We've gone through a few. We're going to get back into the conversation on the wide receivers. Randall Cobb, is he a priority? Is a guy that you bring back if it works or you just let him walk? If it makes sense, I would bring him back, preferably on a similar deal to the one he signed this year. One, preferably no more than one, maybe two years. Not a lot of money. Um, I thought he worked in this offense. I thought he left a lot of plays on the field. Him and Dak couldn't ever seem to get on the same page. You know, It seemed like he had a drop, a key drop in every second or third game. But I do think he was a good player, and I think he's a good locker room dude. So if, if, if I agree it, with all that. I mean, mm-hmm. I would also, I'd be, I'd be open to drafting a slot receiver too. That's yeah. fine. But if it, if it could be done for a good price, I'd be for it. Now the big one, Amari Cooper. How do we feel about Amari Cooper? Is he a priority? Is I he got? Because I think that I'll, I'll just say this real quick before you get to that. Uh, I think before the last few games of the season, I think this would have been a no-brainer. He's a priority. Of course, he's a priority. And it seemed like it seemed like as those last few games played out. Um, I think that seemed to change for some people. So where do you fall at this point after what you saw toward the end of the season? 
I still think he's a priority. I know that he had some, whether that's drops or they didn't have him the field for whatever reason, he wasn't performing near near as well as he normally does at the end of the season. I also don't think he's fully healthy. Clearly he was healthy enough to be out there. The trainers wouldn't put him out there. He wouldn't put himself out there. He's had so many lower body injuries that I don't think he's fully healthy, and I'm not sure how much that pays into it. But I still think he's a priority. We know what he's capable of when he's on the field. He's even a decoy. I like him opposite of Gallup. He needs to be eating some meat. And this is <laughs> he he I did not explain know this. this to me. Let me explain. He became a vegetarian and when? I st- a while back okay. before the season. Talked to him about it in the off season, yeah. Okay. That's I, when he did it in the off season. I was talking to one of my friends. I used to be one of the nutritionists here, mm-hmm. and she was kind of explaining. I'm like, "What are your thoughts on this?" And she's like, "Well, there are very biased opinions on this and that, but it, uh, some studies have shown that that kind of can affect." As far as injury, it can make your body be prone to more injuries when you're not intaking protein the way that it should be in, taken. Or however so you say so that. The, the, if he's, if now, he's vegetarian I'm, and not replacing it with the right kinds of yes. proteins or the right amount of protein, that's now, what you're saying. I am not a nutritionist. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a trainer, so I don't know about any of that. But, yeah. you know, when you're trying to make sense as to why all these different injuries that he's gone through this season, I'm like, okay, well, maybe switch up the diet and try some meat and see how that works. But, again, I'm not a professional on that. But it, it, I just my thoughts have kind of changed as far as him bringing him back. It, I, for me, it would be if it works with the money and all that because I don't feel comfortable with the injuries. I don't feel comfortable having getting a great player for half of the games and then not so much for the other half of the game. When we play away from home, I don't know why that was I, how was he playing last year when we had the like it goes games back. away f- it goes back to last year it, his it was, road home splits are it's still it's weird how I, I don't get it but if the money is good then why not but otherwise if it, it, it's something crazy then I'm like okay maybe not okay uh, I, I think he's a better candidate for a um, the franchise tag or transition just because there's so many question marks still. And even if you can't do that, then I would, I would sign him to maybe three year deal. Um, and, and, and hopefully that, you know, just cause you're, you're still trying to evaluate him, but he is a guy you invested your first round draft pick in. And, you know, it's hard to, to let him go, but you know, Danny's point about him being hurt. He actually said yesterday, he felt better the last eight games than the first eight games. And he played, you know, he didn't play as well down the stretch as he did early. So it's hard to tell. He has said some things about he knows he left plays on the table and he wants to, you know, get better next year and, and all that. But, you know, I, I I would probably sign him. But I think getting Dak done as a, as a long-term deal is important to lower that value so you can maybe do a, a franchise tag with him. It's a good – I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because it's a good guess that whoever whoever the Joneses hire to be the next coach is they're not going to do it without that person signing off on Dak. Like that, I would guess the next right. coach is going to be like, "Yeah, I'm happy to work with Dak. Well, let's go forward with Dak." Will that be the case for Amari Cooper? And I only wonder that because it was just a year ago that a new coach in Oakland came in and was like, "I don't need this guy. I don't want him. Let's let's send him somewhere for a first round pick." So. 
what will the new regime think of Amari? Uh, me, personally, I think he's worth re-signing. And I know he was iffy on the road and he left plays on the field. Oh, I get it. He had some bad games. I like what he's about. I like his approach. I like his presence in the locker room. He's made a ton of big plays over a year and a half. So I don't feel 100% great about it. I understand the concerns. I think I'd still do it. But I am curious what a new coaching staff will see in him because it was just a year ago that a new coaching staff didn't see it. See, here, here would be my, my challenge with those who wouldn't think of Amari as a, as a priority is when you look around the NFL, there may be there may be three guys around the NFL, two or three guys that are wide receivers that every single game are going to be right. killers. Like they're every single game. Michael Thomas is the one that pops to mind. There aren't a lot of others. Hopkins. Hopkins is like that, but, like, but mean, there, there aren't many. That might there be the whole many. list. And and so when you start, when we start, kind of, I think I think Amari to some degree can become a victim of us only watching him. Like we we focus every game, we watch him, mm-hmm. and so we know, oh yeah, he's good in this game, and in this game doesn't quite show up, and in this game's really good, and in this game not so much. But I think that happens around the NFL, and and I you know I don't, I don't want to liken it too much to fantasy football, but if you play fantasy football, you'll know. Wide receiver is a hard position to every week be able to rely on because around the league, there are very few of those guys that are every single week putting up really great numbers. And I think that's the part you have to put into context. If you're going to let him walk, can you replace what he's doing on those great days with somebody that's going to be consistent like that all year. Well, that is a easily. hard thing to find. Not easily. Well, his contract needs to reflect that then. you know. And does his agent feel the same way? Do the Cowboys well, think if, that if, way? If he is one of those guys, like it, it, it's, the next it's those year. top two guys that are every week, and he's just below those guys, then that's probably where he should be slotted, right? Julio, too. Sorry. But, but that's three. But Julio, Julio, honestly, Julio is not a guy that's every week either. Like Julio has some weeks where he's got that three catch for – 30 yards kind of day, too. We don't have to do too. the semantics of it. It's not a long, it's not a right. long list it's of not. guys. It's not. Um, I'm, I'm with you. And, that's, and the other thing is he is the rare receiver who is not going to be an issue if the team is winning games. And we've seen that. Yeah. Like, he'll, he can go one for 19 or, or even do an 0 for, and if they win, I really don't think it's going to bother him. That is an unusual and I think a valuable attitude in a I know receiver. where you're going because I kind of am with you on that. And with everything that goes up, it also comes down. The problem, too, is that when things are going the other way, does he have a problem with that as well? Sure. And, and, and all you're going off is a perception of what you think when they win and he doesn't play well, so you're kind of like, I think he's okay with that. And then all, all I'm going is is a perception of when they lose and he doesn't play well, sure. I think he oh. might be okay with that, too. The so second half of the Eagles game weighs almost as heavily as all of the good stuff. Like, right. that's how troubling it was. That's the part that worries you, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, Which, I, I don't have a good answer for it. But there's enough good stuff. And it's it's the same thing as Dak, where I'm like, do I want to give this guy $21 million a year? Not really. Like, if that's what he's asking for, then it could be a bit of a fight. But Cooper. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'd like to think you could slot him in somewhere less expensive and everybody can be happy. Right. But we'll see. And, and, he, and his words said it yesterday. I mean, he said it. He said he didn't have. He didn't didn't play as well. He left a lot of things, you know, out there on the field. So, um, 
you know, when when you're going into the negotiating table there, I mean, I think that you say you can say that. I mean, I think he went down last year as far as where he was when the season started in training camp. I think his number is down. I think guys have elevated over him. Uh, I don't know if he's a top five receiver. I think he's maybe in that next class from six to ten. That's probably where Dak is as well. But what you're paying for isn't where they rank. It's where they rank relative to their their age and what they're going to do. I just wanted to add something else real quick. And it might not matter matter depending on what happens within the staff, but I have heard within the last few months of the season people questioning his toughness mm-hmm. on the field, off the field. And that's not to say that he's not a talented player, but being tough as far as like maybe if it's hurting here, okay. Can that injury, can you still play with that injury or just being like, no, man, this really hurts. No, I'm good. Things like that, that I've kind of heard from people that work closely with him. And it, it, I don't know, those things do affect what happens over on that side when you're having meetings and having game days. I mean, are you, and the whole question, what was it that one game where we were talking about, oh, whether they should have been on the field? Was that in Philadelphia? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, okay. Should he be talking to Kellen Moore and being like, no, man, like put me out there. I need to be out there. Or just going out there. Exactly. Like, literally just literally. be like, you go back over, yeah. I'm, I'm going in. Yeah. But, like but more on the injuries, not the Philly game, because I think that was a whole list of whatever reasons why they had him out there. But for injuries, I wonder, not this could or could not be true, but I wonder if how much of it is like, it's painful. I'm in a contract year. Do I really want to push the pain that I'm feeling if I may or may not be here? But yeah. and that, but and it might not be fair because players got to look out for themselves. But that stuff weighs heavily in front I, offices I mean, too. Th- maybe that was coaches, something that we saw this year with that. Yeah, coaches and, give that feedback though, and I mean, right. it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a tough balance between looking out for yourself and looking mm-hmm. out for the team, and it's never going to weigh evenly depending on who you're talking to. You know, I know that you're going through players, and then we're going to go to coaches. But the thing about it is, is that this goes hand in hand. And I think when you're looking at coaches with expiring contracts. Um, Sanjay Law is not on that list, but I don't think Sanjay Law will be back next year as the wide receivers coach. And so, that being said, I, I think you know you, you you do look at the receivers, Cooper, uh, maybe Cobb, and and wonder maybe you know with with a, a change there that that might you know maybe we'll bring Cooper back and he's got a different guy, maybe somebody that works better with him. I I, I don't know, but I from everything we're hearing. Don't think Sanjay Law will, will, will be back as the receiver. Maybe that coach. helps. Is uh, what you're saying? Yeah, you're you're trying different things. It's still a relatively new player. It's a year and a half that you've had Cooper here, and I believe was this Sanjay's second year. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the only coach he's know, he knows here. Maybe you know, just trying different things with him. Which I'm not trying to torpedo your game because I think it's fun, but like a whole new coaching staff, which it'll be mostly new, if not completely new, like. They'll have different opinions on all of these guys. Yeah. You mean they're not going to listen and hear what we have to say? Well, obviously oh, they'll they're do that. always no. Listening. They're going to color. They're going to use this <laughs> show. To they're all listening. Oh, they're listening. <laughs> all right, let's take our final break. We'll come back. We may not be able to get to all these guys. We're going to see how many more we can get to. It's just unrestricted lightning round. We'll be right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, 
AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And Otterbox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce Growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Hey Cowboys Nation, this season when the Cowboys win, you get to experience the sweet taste of victory because if the Cowboys win, the next day Duncan is offering a free medium hot or iced coffee. So don't just celebrate the Cowboys' success from the sidelines, head to Duncan and treat yourself to real victory because this season Cowboys fans aren't only winning on game day, they're winning the next day too with a free medium coffee. Cowboys Nation runs on Duncan. Excludes cold brew. Limit one per guest. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Back to the break. Final segment of the break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're talking unrestricted free agents. Uh, Dex got on our list. I don't even know that he wants to be back, but we need to, I guess, talk about it. Jason Witten is an unrestricted free agent. What happens with him? Is he walking away at this point? I think he walks away. I think he's made that quite clear. Yeah. Gonna hang up the cleats for good. He really round around the stadium. Yeah, he I think did a lap. Clear. <laughs> he yeah. had our photographer Jeremiah take some photos of him and Sean Lee. I mean, maybe you do that just in case, yeah. but I don't know. Super it's, emotional. Seems like the writing's on the wall. Do you think he's having some interviews? I think he wants to be back, <laughs> but I don't think he wants to play anymore. I think he wants to be the head coach of the Cowboys. I do. I dun, dun, head dun, coach? <laughs> isn't, I was thinking, I mean, <clears throat> isn't Nussmeier's contract up? Isn't he one of the coaches on the list? He's one of the coaches that's on the list, the tight ends coach. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you yeah. want to make a foray into coaching? Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Why oh, you look like that? I think that's more likely. You don't think that's what he wants? <laughs> more likely, more likely yeah. for people to accept, not for him. He's a pole vaulter. I'm going to say, I'm, <laughs> he's just going to go right over the crowd. That's like, what Romo did. That's go. what he did in Monday Night Football. We're not looking to work. We're not Dan Campbell in this thing up the ranks like that. No, we're, I mean, look, I mean. That would be wild. It would be wild. It's not happening. But I'm just saying, no, I think that's what he, no, I think no, no, that's no, what no, he no. wants. I and I don't even think that's the smart play for him. I really don't. I uh, think. I think it's smarter to get in there, start you know, learning, and start figuring it out. Like, if, get yourself with a really good head coach and think spend about some time it. learning. Get your hand in the dirt. What <laughs> the is, 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 what is it? In the dirt? Yeah. You know, like if if Jason Garrett would have never been the offensive coordinator here, ever, just never coached here or whatever, and then you ask Cowboy fans, what do you think of Garrett? And like, oh, man, one of the best games ever. He won the Thanksgiving Day game. I'll never forget that. He was good backup, solid. That's it. Like, that's their – now it's like, what's Garrett? It's just like, you know, you know, that's all it is. And I'd hate for that to happen to Witten, where like in five or six years, like, what do people think of Witten? It's like, like tarnishes his legacy. He's a good player, but God, couldn't coach. He couldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you got to give yourself the best chance to be successful. And to me, the best chance to be successful is not jumping into something that you don't really know well enough to be able 
to be your most to give yourself the best chance. I think right? Witten Witten's also on a level where like let's say he became the head coach and sucked. People wouldn't be happy about it, but like they're going to prop up the stuff that they loved and not the stuff they like nobody yeah, they'll talk, forget about that. Nobody talks about Wizards Jordan yeah. or Birmingham Barons Jordan. Nobody talks about I'm sure there was like was Gretzky a coach? He probably sucked at coaching. I don't know. Like nobody talks about that stuff. It's like oh, great tight end. Yeah. Like his coaching career. Larry whatever, Bird, but, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna go. say Larry Bird's a coach. Art Shell was yeah. a top 100 player on that list, and he was a coach twice for the Raiders. Witten has reached yeah. a level where, like, if and he we, was a disastrous coach, like people would remember it, but they'll just choose to hold matter. on to yeah. what they like. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Which. But I agree. I mean, he, he, there's no precedent for that in football. football I know. Football. Steve Kerr, cool. I get it. In basketball, it happens all the time. Yep. The closest thing I can think of is like Mike Vrabel, and even he had to start. At, he was like the linebackers coach at Ohio State. It would yeah. just be crazy for me to think that he would go from playing to head coaching. Yeah. That's nuts. That's a big jump. It's a huge jump. All right, let's jump to um, Joe Looney. You guys think about Joe Looney? Got a little chance to play there toward the end of the year. I you bring have, him back. I have yes. my opinion. I don't think it matches what will happen. I would say if it works, keep him because I think he's proven that he is valuable on that offensive line and he can play consistently in multiple positions. He filled in for Frederick last year. He filled in when Suofilo was filling in for Williams. He has a great personality. I don't know that they will. he will be one of the guys they pay just because they've been drafting offensive linemen and I think mm-hmm. kind of have something else in mind. I would pay him if it works. I don't think that'll I happen. I wonder like I I could see Joe Looney as almost an LP Latisseur just like keep re-upping it because I don't think there's going to be a super crazy market for him. He fills a very valuable role. It, obviously the the chemistry and locker room aspect of it speaks for himself. And I don't mean to throw shade at Joe like I'm sure he's a competitor and he takes pride in his work, but like I think he's happy with his role on this team. Like he's kind of like a You think I think so. Or he's already re-upped once. Like he had his contract ran out, and he came back to this great yeah. line, knowing that he probably didn't have a surefire starting role. But he came back anyway, and I mean, it worked out. He got to start for a season. I just I think he likes this community of this offensive line. Which, if one thing is not going to change, it's the offensive line. Those guys are locked in, and so I could just see him signing for I don't know a handful of million dollars and being the swing interior lineman, and I think he'd be fine with that. But is he a priority? No, he's I not think a priority. He I, think I he am should making be. Really? him a priority. I really? am absolutely I'd make bringing him a little him higher back. priority. Because think about it like this: Did Travis Frederick have a great year? I mean, no, he, but I expect him to be much better next year. You expect him I to do be better. Him. Well, what if he isn't? Yeah, this coaching staff right but now. But you're stuck with him for a while. Hold on now. This coaching staff right now drafted him. Mm-hmm. They love him. Okay, they went through all this. They saw the way mm-hmm. he was two years ago or last year and all that. And 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 it was hard for them. Even if he wasn't as better, if he wasn't better than than Looney, he's, you're gonna you're gonna ride with him. A new coaching staff, a new line. You know what? They might have to play the the, the better guy, and I th- I give myself more of an option to have a backup center that I know in Joe Looney in case it doesn't work out but for Frederick. He's got four more years on his deal. Okay, they they are he he will be your starter next year. No matter how he plays, he's going to be your starter next year. I would suspect that's probably true for the next couple of years at least. I don't know that about. Right. I don't know. I don't know if if. But I will I, say this: Did I, you I, listen to Frederick yesterday? No. Did he look like a guy that was going to be playing for four more years? I, 
I didn't talk to him, so I don't know, but I, I'll take your word for I, it. All I'm saying is is that you've got a relatively cheap backup there. I would make him a priority, bring him back, because you just never know about any of those situations. And if he is is better than Frederick, well, then I would I would so at least have him here. They have he has the flexibility. He is a good player. He's a solid backup, and the Cowboys have struggled in finding solid backups in the offensive line. Right. Not only that, he is healthy. Freaking all these all line have struggles mm-hmm. with yeah, back something. issues or whatever kind of health issues. Surprisingly, Joe Looney and knock on wood, as of right now, he has not been dealing with any kind of injury. So he's like the full package of what you want in a backup. My my issue would still be though. My issue would still be. I look at this offensive line, and I think right now, if the Cowboys are smart, they start infusing some youth into it. And, and they're what trying. I mean, right. And those guys are hurt. My, but but my point, I get it. But I'm saying, I look at this this offensive line. It is an aging offensive line, and we saw a clear step back this year in the play of the guys that were the studs on this offensive line. The way I look at that with Frederick, I think it's a little different because I I was always under the belief. Because of the syndrome that he had, and everybody that had had that that had played, Mark Schlereth being the one I was mentioning, um, he was he said that first year it was bad for him. He said the second year was the year when he got his strength back and he really was able to play at the level he played before. So my expectation always was Frederick would be better the second year than he was the first year. I don't think he was great this year. He was okay. I think he'll be better than that next year. But what we've seen from Tyron and what we've seen from Zach makes me start to get a little bit like, okay, you've built this thing around those guys. Yep. If they continue, they're going to continue to age. If the injuries continue to be a problem, you better have some options behind them. And it's not going to be good enough to just say, well, we got this other guy that's kind of this guy that's a veteran guy we can just kind of throw in. That's good, but it ain't a long-term fix. I think they need to be thinking, how are we developing young talent on the offensive line so that if we get into a pinch where it literally is, now these guys are just so old and so banged up, we got to actually replace them. You're, you better not. You better have some replacement options. You're lumping your problems in together when they're separate things, though. Like you have a long term. You've got long term things at guard. You got Connor McGovern and Connor Williams. And do you? Yeah, I mean, yes, well, that, you do. You've got Connor McGovern for three that, more years. If you're questioning that like that with a real no, high pitched voice, I'm about, but, <laughs> but, really? I mean, but the, the higher that, that your voice goes, the more that you're like, you know what? Bring Joe Looney back because the, they did try that. If both McGovern and 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 uh, Connor Williams were like battling to get on the field, and you had all these guys, then you wouldn't even think about Joe Looney. But let's not forget that and I think it, it can, you know, it's been out there that. Looney's name was mentioned in some trade talks, but and the Cowboys had no interest in letting him go. I think Looney's a better center than he is a guard. So, yes, if you're bringing him back as your backup center, I'm all in on that. Okay. I think Point you still got to deal with your guard position. I really do. I, I agree. Right. W- w- I would deal with my guard position by bringing Looney back to be my third, second or third guy. Point being, if you want to move Connor Williams to tackle or draft a tackle, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. Yep. That's a separate problem. That that's got nothing to do with Joe Looney. I'm bringing for me. Joe back. I would bring him back if the price. Okay. Is Joe right, was supposed which... to be a speed round guy. I say like we're not. You're we're bad at this. <laughs> we are. We're really bad at this. All right. So give me a, give me your answer on Xavier, Xavier Sofilo, also an unrestricted free agent. Probably. No. Probably gonna have to let him go. Yeah, I hate saying that because yeah. he's a great dude and and he played well when he got his opportunities, but. For all the reasons, I mean, there's a crunch at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, you you got these other guys. You you got to think that McGovern's going to be able to come back and and give you something there from a backup guard standpoint. Yeah. So, all right. So here's the deal. There's no way we're going to get through all these defensive players. So here's what I'm going to do. 
We're going to talk about the specialists for the rest of the show, and then we'll move to defense next show. How's okay. that sound? All right, so let's talk about Kai Forbath. Um, I'm bring, <laughs> I, I bring him back if he, you know. It depends right, who else is out there. I, I think I'd sign him. Yeah, yeah, but I think they're also probably going to do their due diligence and see who else is available. I mean, during the season, I I think they were kind of limited. He's obviously kicked well while he's been here, but I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say my mind is locked in on Kai Forman. They know who's out there right now. They've looked at everybody who's ever kicked. They know who's <laughs> out there, so I would sign him. But I would bring in another guy next year, like when you know maybe a rookie, a younger guy, and. Let him kick in uh, the offseason. Not really knowing who all's out there in the draft, Dave, I'm sure we'll know this within the next month or so, but would you ever go the route of drafting using high draft no. collateral? I'm talking first three rounds. No, to no, get a kicker. no, 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 no. Even in Spanish, no. It, no. Is, <laughs> it is like the most, it's the second most mental position behind quarterback. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think it just screws with the guy's head when you I do think that. It's first, I think it's more than even quarterback. Whatever, guys. either like I, yeah. Roberto Aguayo was a great kicker. You yeah. can't tell he in he college. just forgot how to kick. Yeah. It's because they invested that in him. They're like, you better be awesome because we just will look like idiots. It's a terrible idea. Even drafting, even fifth or sixth round is kind of like, oh, I drafted a kicker. You got you drafted, know? yeah. Nah, nothing more than a seventh round ever. Yeah, um, kind of like fantasy. Yeah, but. I I re- I would resign Forbath. My new my new thing is I'm just not giving multi year deals to specialists anymore because you don't know when they're going to lose it until you find a good one and then you're like well they, they found want to keep them a couple good ones and neither one of them looks great at I mean Dan Bailey didn't make it through his deal and yeah. nobody's happy with the job that Chris Jones is doing right now after several years of him being awesome I I mean and just. You should be churning that stuff all the time. And I would, if I can get Forbath on a one year deal, that's great. I would still try to find a rookie. They haven't looked at every kicker ever because nobody wants my guy Cole Tracy from LSU. I don't understand it. But maybe they did look at him. Maybe. And they decided. Well, they never brought him good. in. They never brought him in. But I'm saying, but like, maybe they've seen tape and they're like, we're good. Find a rookie, like, bring three kickers to camp. I don't care. But. Even if they get four bath back, I just churn that position. I definitely would have an open competition this year. There's no way I'm going in with just one guy. I, I want everybody battling for it. I want to put them as many stress tests as I possibly can to see how they respond. Under what pressure. about punter? Yeah, okay. definitely. All right, just I, asking. I mean, he's not an unrestricted free agent, but I will say that. How many more years does he have? He has. He comes up in 2022, uh, so he's got yeah. two more years. Mm. But I, I do think that's a position the Cowboys need to think. I mean, he had an 18-yard punt the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, it, come on. It, no. it, there's their high school kids doing better than that. And that's my, like, that's a problem. we can argue our opinions about all this, but, like, we all assume there will be a new coaching staff in place sooner rather than later, and they're going to have all, like, they're going to go through and look at some guys that we might see as that and be like, oh, we're good. Right. Like, have fun on, on the open market, buddy. We're, we're fine. Right. And they also so. know a lot about. The other stuff that we may not know. That's what makes it interesting. Like their priorities are could be vastly different than what we've been used to for a decade. Yeah. Talk about speed round, we'll end with the most probably the easiest one, LP Latisor. Yeah. We all good? If he wants to come back, I mean, I feel like he's gotta be You think he's ready to retire? He's gotta be reaching a point. I mean, 
if they if they're going to hand him two million dollars to long snap, I assume that's pretty tough that's to turn down. Job. It is like it's I, the I would, I would job. do that until you force me out of the door. It's kind of like Hellstray, right? He's you happy just do it with until they his make cookies from here. I mean, he loves walking around with his cookies. He's good. He's going to come back. But like he's been doing it for fifteen years, and I've got to assume he's made enough money that he doesn't need it anymore. No, but it. I mean, why I'm just not saying, keep stacking chips. I mean, you know, I, well, the thing because is, it sounds more fun to sit around at your ranch. I don't know. No, <laughs> you get to go to a game every week. You're playing on an NFL field. So if you like football, no, it's that's second nature more fun. at this point. You got to remember too. He's not just snapping the ball. It's not just field goals because on punts he has to run down 50 yards. Yeah, but and they make, can't hit him. Like, I mean, no, I know, but I'm just saying he's got to even at, when he's getting up there in age, you still got to be able to run down there, not be a liability. Yeah. Run down there and make a play. And I mean, he's still done that. <laughs> not make a play. You just got to run down. Yeah, you don't. Get <laughs> I don't think you make a play. Yeah. But you run down there. Yeah. Well, you don't have to run. You don't have to run very far if you're going 18 yard punts. Right. That's you know? what I'm saying. It's not that like far. Right there. If he's if he's for it, I'm for it. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying right. at some point he's gonna be like I'm okay I'm good I'm riding I, off into the sunset I just know this when you talk about long snappers they're not important until you don't have one like I've seen when this team didn't have one and they were like oh my god where every other snap is all over the place you know so what's wrong nothing seriously move it move the camera over I'm not talking <laughs> I'm not trying it is all on you huh? seriously I'm not trying to force the guy out the door I'm just yeah. saying this is this I mean he's right up there with Witten in terms of like years accrued for the franchise like if yeah. Witten retires he could set the record right this is like year he, he beat or surpassed Witten for most games right but seasons like Witten just set the record at 16 did he not yeah and yeah. and LP's not well, that far behind I don't think he'll say he was 15 did you say he was 15 years just then? Who said that? I thought somebody said he was 15. He's, I mean, he came here in 05, 05. so he's two years behind Witten. Right. No, no, no. I don't think he cares about it either. I'm just saying, at some point, he's going to be like, enough is yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. Even I mean, if he's only playing that. 10 snaps a game. I agree with that. I just don't know if it's now. Like, Maybe. I don't you know. know. Seems like he's still a relatively young guy. Easy money. It really is. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We want to wish you guys a happy new year. You guys have a safe and a prosperous new year. Have fun tonight. We'll see you guys on Monday. I'm sorry, next week. And I don't know what day we're going to be on yet. Likely going to be Wednesdays, but we'll see about that. What about that emergency uh, we'll that schedule. Pod, though. There will be, not us, but there will be a, a, a podcast that will be a grouping of different people from oh, different okay. podcasts. So some of us may be on it. Not our entire group, though. We're not going to do, like, you know, Friday when the news comes down. We're not going to. What news? No, this okay. Stay tuned. Okay. You, never okay. this? you never know. You never know. All right. Yeah. Appreciate you guys joining us. For Nick Eman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia, Danny Sarek. I am Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com. Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?